Welcome, everybody, to the Board of Pharmacy What, Why, and How podcast series that will review the uh, actions occurring with the June 28, uh, June 28, 2017 Board of Pharmacy meeting. My name is Anthony Pudlow, and I serve as the Vice President of Professional Affairs at the Iowa Pharmacy Association. And today I'm joined here with the Executive Director of the Board of Pharmacy, Andrew Funk. Andrew, it was a very quick meeting um, that you guys had today. Uh, pretty much in one day's time, you were able to accomplish quite a bit from your opened, open session as well as closed session material. Um, but there was quite a bit that was accomplished, I would say, even in that short time period. Um, do you maybe want to just specify, I know there's actually three different um, notices of adoption and filing on the board's agenda um, today that uh, really spoke to discussions that I know we've had in the past, um, one around telepharmacy, one around compounding and outsourcing facilities and one on non-resident pharmacies. Can you just speak to what happened today at the Board of Pharmacy meeting and maybe if you had any highlights from those rule changes that will become uh, effective? Sure, sure. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah, the um, the biggest one I think out of the out of the group is our, our notice or excuse me, our adoption of Chapter 13 for telepharmacy practice. Uh, the board did receive uh, quite a few comments regarding uh, that chapter with uh, with while it was out for notice. Um, the, the rules ultimately were adopted as they were uh, originally noticed without change. The board did consider those um, recommendations and will will revisit those uh, once the rules become effective and we see how things uh, get going. The telepharmacy rules will, um, if we, once we file them and go through the process, they're, they're scheduled to be effective September 6th of this year. Okay, so and that process again, I know not too many people are probably familiar. So now that the Board of Pharmacy is adopted and filed or approved for adoption and filing, they will now go to the Administrative Rules Review Committee for kind of a final blessing from that group of legislators. And then from there, they'll be in a sense of final approval through the governor's office as well. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, well, the, the, the Administrative Rules Review Committee will ask us to present the, the um, adopted version of the rules and we will carry the comments that we received and the board's action in regards to those comments and um, so if everything pro pro progresses as it should September 6th will be the date that those will be active. Okay. Fantastic. Well, another item that was on the agenda was actually a notice of intended action. So an initial proposed rule change um, that focused on Chapter 13 um, in nuclear pharmacy, 16. or 16, excuse me, um, Chapter 16 on nuclear pharmacy. So I know that's actually a very unique niche here in the state um, in terms of pharmacy practice. But Andrew, could you maybe just speak to um, the process that the board took to look at um, amending the rules in this chapter? I think it's a very common process that the board tends to use, but could you maybe just speak to what you guys did this time around? Yeah, um, in, in other chapters that we've looked at and that we're currently looking at, we've we've reached out to IPA and have asked for uh, their input from membership on uh, how we can make rules maybe more applicable to current practice. If there there are things that the profession believes are hindrances and things that the board maybe want to consider um, changing. With this particular chapter, um, rather than going that route, the board realized that because it was so specialized, uh, we just went directly to the the individual nuclear pharmacies that are, are registered with us and we asked for their feedback. And uh, we received that. It was um, uh, the rules were then uh, reviewed and rewritten by board staff, presented to the rules committee and then the Rules Committee recommended um, uh, notice of intended action to the board at, the, at today's meeting. 
And it seemed like I know that um, through the U.S. Pharmacopeia or USP, there's been some um, proposed uh, changes also around nuclear pharmacy as well. I think they had a white paper recently coming out, but it seems like the board also took action on this, um, really trying to um, maybe get ahead of the curve around nuclear practice as it relates to the standards in USP 800 that deals with hazardous drugs as well. So um, I know that was a, a question that the board was looking at, USP 800. Um, can you maybe just speak to what um, what that kind of looks like, or is it is it just it was just focused on this chapter, correct, with nuclear practice? Yeah, that's that's right, Anthony. This is this is strictly chapter 16, which deals with nuclear pharmacy, and they they did uh, make reference to to uh, USP 800 within those those rules. But again, just to be just to be clear, at this point. Um, this would only apply to nuclear pharmacies. It would not apply to general pharmacies or hospital pharmacies. Okay. Um, well, kind of speaking to that as well, um, the board actually spent quite a bit of time reviewing, I think, your regulatory plan um, moving forward into the next fiscal year since uh, really July 1 is the new fiscal year for the state. Um, can you maybe just speak to um, maybe some of the changes? I know you kind of referenced how you know the board has reached out to groups like IPA to ask for feedback on certain areas of the rules. Um, what, what areas right now are still left for consideration by the board kind of moving forward into this next uh, fiscal year? Yeah, I think um, as we continue to go forward, a couple of the chapters we want to revisit certainly will be our long-term care pharmacy chapters. I know the National Association Boards of Pharmacy are taking a look at that um, practice within pharmacy across the nation, and this will be something that the, the board will also consider. And, and certainly feedback from um, pharmacists and pharmacies uh, will, will, will be welcomed as we go through those revisions. Uh, other chapters that we're, we're really going to take a close look at will be the wholesale chapter, Chapter 17. Um, a few years ago, the, the board was given the authority to license what's called a limited drug and device distributor. And currently a lot of those licensees fall within our, our wholesale drug distributor um, license. Uh, the problem is there, there are different standards um, regarding, license, regarding those practices, especially on the federal level. And we really wanna isolate those wholesale distributors who are dealing with prescription drugs, making sure they are in compliance with the federal drug Supply Chain Security Act, or the uh, DSCSA. So those are two areas I think are probably on the board's radar in the very near future. Uh, I know we're working internally with updating some applications and up, certainly updating rules regarding those two practices. And the board does have a, it's a, it's a typical five-year rolling um, plan to, uh, to update its rules and review them on a consistent basis, but those are some of the ones that I think are in the near future for revision. Perfect, perfect. And I know um, for those of you that maybe haven't, um, you know, heard from the Board of Pharmacy or there's been any outreach or any specific questions to the board on areas that affect your practice, I always encourage uh, pharmacists and pharmacy technicians and students across the state. The, the state of Iowa recently, uh, not recently, maybe about the last year or two, has developed a, a really a, an open way and a, a very transparent way for you to provide feedback on proposed rules. Um, so it's just through the rules.iowa.gov website that you can see any 
notice of intended action or proposed rule that's out there right now by any of the regulatory boards, including the Board of Pharmacy. So you can always um, get on there electronically, share your comments, and that will be um, then be available for consideration by the Rules Committee before something goes for uh, adoption and filing. Yeah, I, I would I would echo that, Anthony. Thanks for for making making that suggestion. Every every comment we receive uh, is reviewed. It's reviewed by staff. It's reviewed by the Rules Committee, and it's review, reviewed by the full board. Um, without comments, we we aren't able to uh, determine the direction we're headed. If it's the right direction, if it's the right thing to do, or we need the feedback. I mean, we we can we can write rules, but we really do um, appreciate the feedback from from licensees. Perfect. Well, also for those of you that maybe don't regularly attend the Board of Pharmacy meeting, uh, a regular agenda item on the on, on a board meeting is the executive director's report. Now, obviously, here today we have the executive director straight here talking with you. But, um, Andrew, during your report today, you, you really spoke to a lot of different things that I think the Board of Pharmacy has discussed um, in really the past year um, during um, really it stemmed from a strategic planning effort that the board undertook last summer. Um, and you gave a nice little progress report on some things that um, that the board's been moving forward on. Um, actually, a lot of items. But I might just ask if you'd like to summarize maybe two or three of those key areas that um, that you shared with the board, as um, you guys definitely have made progress on some key areas. Yeah, uh, I think I think first and foremost, I'd highlight the the, the fact that we've made some significant progress on our. Um, updating our infrastructure and our, our electronic um, database and the way we do business. Really, the, the, we're in the process of, of getting a, a statement of work finalized with our vendor. We've identified a vendor for a new database that will allow for complete uh, online licensure from pharmacists to pharmacies to technicians. Everything will be able to be done online, accepting credit cards, really sort of catapulting us into the current instead of operating as if it were 10 or 15 years ago. Um, so I'm happy to report on that. Um, we will we will be progressing towards pharmacist renewals being able to be processed online beginning April 15th of 2018 for the um, June 30th renewal deadline for pharmacists. So that's great. Uh, the other pieces that we're that we're working on, um, we had again the, I think the wholesalers, the boards recognized that as being an issue um, nationwide, but even more importantly here in Iowa, we've had some cases in the last couple of years that uh, really are of concern and uh, the board is is um, continuously working towards that and I think we just detailed that with some of the updates for the um, regulatory plan in the next fiscal year and we'll continue to work on that. Um, other items that uh, that the board's working on um, you know it's a it's a it's a constant um, it's a constant Progress with with uh, the various aspects of outreach. That was one of the one of the um, keys that the board really wanted me to focus on was to to be be approachable, to be out in in the uh, the community in the, in the pharmacies. I think we've partnered with uh, with IPA on on a number of um, issues to help with that. Whether it was uh, IPA goes local or IMP3 live, we've also been uh, at a lot of the association events. Um, just at a booth and, and being available for uh, for questions. So, and these board of pharmacy podcast series as well. Right. Always. <laughs> 
Um, actually, one other thing I think you highlighted too, and I, I think it just speaks to some of the timeliness of the issue. And we spoke a little bit earlier around USP 800. I know that has been just with all of the different issues around compounding practice and ha- use of hazardous materials. Um, could you maybe just speak of the current process right now? I, I believe that um, the Board of Pharmacy has been working also with IPA to, to really look at um, this issue a little bit further. Can you just maybe spotlight what, what might be happening right now? Yeah, um, the Rules Committee looked at some updated rules at its last meeting, and um, it is in the progress or process as far as what, what the board um, would like to do. They, part of their strategic plan was to anticipate adopting USP 800 in its entirety. We progressed towards that, um, but we have taken a step back, a momentary step back, to really take a look at maybe what some of the other states are doing, um, survey the, the landscape across Iowa, whether or not uh, what type of impact this would have specifically for our pharmacies that are that are compounding um, on a 795 basis, and if that's really going to have an impact on our um, on an access patient access to these uh, to these compounded medications. So um, right now we're just researching that. We're gonna we're gonna bring some some of that research back to the rules committee at its next meeting for them to review and ask questions of us. Uh, but I would I would intend to have something in front of the board at, at the uh, August meeting. Great, great. Yeah, I, I think that survey is definitely a, a very useful tool to gather some information. What's what's pharmacy's current readiness um, like around 800? Um, I think it'd also be useful from IPA's perspective and the board's perspective around educational efforts that we need to to help pharmacies further um, understand what resources are out there. So I believe, from what I know, we, we pretty much have that survey about ready to go. So I encourage everybody, if you're listening to this now, um, probably right before the 4th of July holiday, you'll see a, 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 an email from IPA and or the Board of Pharmacy to really ask for your assistance in gathering what, what you know and what you are currently doing to prepare your pharmacy practice around, around hazardous uh, materials. So. Um, well, outside of that, I really uh, just want to say thank you, Andrew, for your time. It's always been a pleasure on these calls. Uh, but I think that's all we really wanted to spotlight after today's Board of Pharmacy meeting. Um, from there, I would just encourage everybody, um, our next uh, podcast will actually occur after the August um, 30th uh, board meeting. Um, so we look forward to having everybody join us at that, to- that time. And uh, thank you very much for your time today. Bye-bye.